Welcome to ATRA, Voices from the Field. This sustainable agriculture podcast is presented by the National Center for Appropriate Technology with support from USDA Rural Business Cooperative. Hi, this is Rich Myers with the National Center for Appropriate Technology. Welcome to this week's edition of ATRA, Voices from the Field. And today we're talking with Lee Reinhardt, a program specialist with NCAT, about a new ATRA webpage that he's built entitled Ecological Fisheries and Ocean Farming. How are you doing there, Lee? I'm doing pretty good, Rich. Thanks. How are you? Pretty good. So um, how did you get interested in sustainable seafood production? Well, um, basically, I guess it comes from two points, uh, being an agriculture you know, specialist, extension agent, and, you know, rancher for uh, a lot of my life. I've always had um, an interest in food production, um, in ecological ecological management, you know, and and things like that. And also for some part of my past, I worked uh, with the commercial fisheries up in Alaska um, in, in Dutch Harbor and worked with a lot of the Pollock and crab fishermen and, and just got to know them and know their way of life and, and, and the tools they used and things they did. And it just really kind of sparked my interest. So I think this is kind of a, a marriage of the two. It's just taken what, taken food production and farming and agriculture and policy and all of that, kind of marrying it to, with my, my love of the sea and, and, and commercial fishing and things like that. And this is what came out of it. Excellent. Um, but so, so what's the difference then between um, ecological fisheries management and the the way we've farmed and caught fish, you know, historically? Yeah, well, that's a good question because really that's what the web page is all about. It, it, it it's about the difference. Um, certainly, we've been. <clears throat> We've been uh, harvesting the the seeds for food for for millennia, right? And, and, uh, fishing is one of the oldest professions um, that that there is, and um, and and we've even been farming uh, seafood for quite a while as well. Especially in some of the developing countries, um, uh, we get a lot of our seafood from uh, from Asia and 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 uh South America and places like that um so we've been we've been using you know the 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 resources of the sea um uh, for a long time and as population has grown we've put a lot of pressure on it and right. so with things things like overfishing, of course, we all know about overfishing, and and we've heard, you know, the destruction of habitat that comes by using certain types of, of fishing gear and things like that, and um, a lot of a lot of government organizations worldwide have have really tried to uh, tried to manage this. They've tried their best um, to be able to develop rules or laws or regulations in order to either limit fishing or close fishing grounds or to do whatever they could to to increase um, the, the the fish catches um, and to, uh, to to make the you know the resource a little more sustainable, but. Um, what I've kind of uh, got really interested in was um, kind of looking at it and going a step further and, and, and trying to look at um, 
at some opportunities and some examples of some people who who were really taking the next step and trying to not only you know use these resources um, in a sustainable manner, but really to use it in a restorative manner um, because the demand for seafood is increasing as as, as population grows. You know, demand for seafood worldwide is is, is increasing. Um, and it, it's a very good source of, of, of protein, um, and it's a, it, it, it's, it can provide sustenance for a lot of people. So that's, if, if we have this resource, you know, how can we use it such that it's not degraded, but instead it's, it's restored, right? Um, and there's a lot of good farmers who, and, and practitioners who are learning how to do this on land with organic agriculture um, and sustainable farming methods that regenerate soils. Well, I was really interested in saying, well, you know, what's going on out there um, with some innovative people and organizations um, with trying to look at restoring the ocean or restoring the, our, our waterways and, and you, know, making, you know, making them, you know, not only produce food, you know, for, uh, for the people in, that live in the communities um, around them, uh, but to enhance water quality, um, to reduce, uh, n you know, nutrient um, uh, deposition in the waters, um, and to uh, make it a better habitat uh, for, um, for for the the wildlife that that thrives in the ocean. You know, one of the things uh, that I that I learned as I was doing this was that um, most of the sea life from the deep open ocean starts out in the estuaries. It starts out close to close to the land masses um, in shallow waters with seagrasses and 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 kelp and things like this. And it's a it's a natural nursery. And we've lost over seventy five percent of our estuaries in the, on the United States coast to either development or. Um, or overfishing, or for pollution, or something like that. And, and Rich, that's seventy-five percent that we've lost, yeah. and, and and that's a travesty. Uh, you know, not only does it take that resource away from the people who are using them, um, not only does it reduce the, the the populations of the catchable fish or selfish that are in those areas, but it reduces the the the, the nursery habitat for the other species that live part of their lives there, right? So I just started right. thinking, what are some of the things? What are some of the things that people are doing? And so I so I collected a list of resources for uh, sustainable uh, uh, fish and shellfish farming, and some some really innovative examples of some uh, some small scale. Uh, a co a commercial capture fishery uh, examples and people who are doing it doing it right um, and striving to do it right and kind of put them in on, on, on a new website on the Atra site uh, to kind of help people to understand what's going on and what are the resources that are out there and what if I want to get involved so that's pretty much that's pretty much um, you know how I got interested in it and you know what came about from it well, can you can you um, give us some examples or an example or two about you know projects um, that that kind of highlight this that kind of uh, seafood production? Absolutely, one of the most innovative ones that that um, really captured my attention was um, from um, from a, a, a 
commercial fisherman turned ocean farmer named Bryn Smith. Um, a lot of our listeners might have heard of Bryn Smith and, and his uh, nonprofit organization, Green Wave. Um, but I read an mm-hmm. article last year and uh, contacted him, and we had a, we had a really nice uh, conversation, and I really learned a lot about what he's doing. But essentially what he's doing is um, he's taking – um, a portion of an estuary, and he calls it 3D ocean farming, uh, where he is uh, growing um, kelp and he's growing shellfish, um, and he's using the whole layer of the water column. In other words, he, he's 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 using everything from the top of the water all the way down to the ocean floor, um, and producing an awful lot of food um, and 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 biomass from from this this uh what what he's calling a 3D ocean farm um with w- within each year and it's really a it's really an incredible model such that he's developed a nonprofit to help disseminate you know some of the findings i mean he's got a lot of help with this there's huh. there's uh, uh sea grant researchers that are helping out as well he's using a lot of their research there's a lot of a lot of team building going on there and uh their whole goal at greenwave is to develop um 50 new ocean farmers uh, within the next few years and they're getting an awful lot of press and they're getting an awful lot of interest they've got people from all around the world who are interested in in the methodology that Brent is using one of the things and, that and, really captivated oh, me uh, yeah i'm sorry one of the things that really captivated captivated me about Brent's philosophy is that um you know he he wants to take the industrial model of capture fisheries and industrial aquaculture and just turn it on its head and say you know that's not sustainable with all the inputs and and you know producing you know cheap you know mass marketed you know low grade food instead if we use these regenerative systems in the ocean and 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 grow uh, food like kelp and shellfish and things like this that actually do not require uh, any feed inputs whatsoever because they're filter feeders, right? Um, the, uh, you can you can produce a lot of food and you can actually clean up the water as you're doing it. So he he uh. wants to take this industrial model and turn it on its head and say this is a zero input and this leaves the water cleaner than whenever you first started. So that's Greenway. That's 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 a that's a pretty innovative project that's going on um there's several other around the country one of the things that really uh that 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 i'm really excited about is the rise of community supported fisheries um community supported fisheries uh uh, take are are, are taken on the model of of community supported agriculture uh which of course is 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 all about um consumers and food buyers uh purchasing a share you know, uh, right. a, a share in the farm. You know, where they're going to every week. They'll get, they'll get, uh, you know, whatever is harvested off of the farm. A basket of goods, right? Uh, well, the same right. thing's being done with 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 uh, with fisheries. And what I love about this is it's really good for small scale fisheries, small scale fisher families um, who can find a, 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 a an outlet that you know where they can sell their fish and sell their catch. Um, and and they can they can do it and 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 get a better price. Um, they can establish a relationship with the people who are buying the food from them. 
Um, and it brings people a lot closer to the coast. It brings people a lot closer to the sea, to the food that they eat there. It lets them understand the livelihood of the people that 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 uh, that work the boats and 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 catch the fish and 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 sell it. And it's a it's a really innovative idea. Um, and again, you know, I, I I document a lot of this on the on on the website as well. Right, right. So the websites are. You know, if this is piquing somebody's interest, the website's a good place to go to get more details and more mm-hmm. information about this sort of stuff. Exactly. Um, exactly. I mean, that, so the the new website, you know, it helps people understand how, uh, you know, ecological fisheries work. Is that, is it, is the website intended for, you know, people who might be looking for, an, you know, an alternative to the fish that they buy that's commercially caught, or is it is um, is it more for people who might be interested in doing this themselves? I mean, who's it? Uh, who's the website really intended for? Well, I, I I initially wrote all of the content thinking of entrepreneurs, right? This is like an entrepreneurial guide to getting started in ecological fish production, you know, um, or even you know aquatic plants like kelp, right? Um, so right. Uh, so that was my initial thought, and you know, as you look at the website, there's two sections to it: one on on um, you know fish fish and uh, and aquatic plant farming, and one on sustainable wild capture fisheries. And as you look through the website, you'll notice that there's a there, there, there's a lot there on on uh, uh, you know production resources, links to manuals, how to. There's a lot of how to stuff here, uh. um, stuff to help you understand gear, equipment, uh, processing facilities, laws, policies, regulations. Right. So there's an awful lot there, right. but. Also, as you look at it as well, I can see that it would be a gr- it would be great also for the consumer, uh, the person who's interested in understanding, you know, where their fish comes from, uh, because there's an op- there's an awful lot of links to videos. Um, on on ecological fish management um, history, um, what we can do to 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 use our uh, uh, water resources a lot better. So so it can definitely be uh, be used to um, you know for either one. But initially, right. and I think what's what's the the strength of the website is is that um, it's really kind of a clearinghouse of resources to help those entrepreneurs or even you know organizations who want to do project work. You know, they can they can come to this site and it's just a repository of places to send them down the rabbit hole of everything that's going on in uh, in sustainable and restorative fish management. Okay, well then that sounds really great, um, but this. Fisheries isn't really something that Atra's uh, dealt with in the past. Um, not not too much. I mean, we we have uh, provided technical assistance to farmers interested in uh, in aquaculture, and we get a lot of questions right. about aquaponics um, and hydroponics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, we, we had a program specialist years ago, who, um, Lance Gegner, who wrote a publication on, on, uh, on aquaculture. Um, but but as, as more of these projects started coming about and, and things like, uh, like, like, like Green Wave or like a lot of the shellfish and, and, uh, and, and seaweed farming work that's being done on the coast, both in the West Coast and in the East Coast, um, came about, um, you know, I, I saw that it was time 
it was really timely to to increase the offerings that we have, and it really fits in with Atcher's mission in such a in such a remarkable way because um, because this certainly benefits the resource, and that's certainly what we're about. We're about right. what are the what, what what are the innovative you know low tech you know um, appropriate technology tools that are out there to help us you know re, uh, uh, build communities um, you know uh, enhance and, and, and restore uh, the 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 environment you know I mean that's kind of the that's 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 what we're good at that's we talk to farmers and ranchers every day right. with that um, well ecological seafood management fits right in there because it's got an it's got benefits. Uh, to society that 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 are uh, that, that can be really extraordinary. I mean, if we can um, if if we can sustainably use um, our ocean resources and produce uh, you know food and 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 uh, and biomass even for fuel and things like that with algae or seaweed, um, we can we can use a lot of the space. And 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 granted, this is space that can that that, that is not single use. This is multi-use space. I mean, some of these estuaries you can still have uh, you you can have an underwater farm uh, out, out there, and it can still be used by fishermen. It can be used by uh, re- you know, uh, re- recreation. I mean, the only place you pretty much can't put it, you know, is is in a channel, right? Um, so. Uh, that's one of the things that 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 we talk about on the website is what are the what are the regulations and the policy and and uh in, in order to get that done so um so it's got a lot of benefits for society um providing food providing jobs um for right. uh for 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 coastal development um you know bringing you know good paying jobs and a local food infrastructure to uh um, to coastal communities, I mean that's right up Atcher's alley. That's that's what we do, and um, this this is another one of those uh, um, program areas I think that can really make an impact, and uh, probably one of the best ways that listeners could uh, um, could uh, find out more is just go on the website and look at the community supported fisheries that are listed there. You know, go to those websites and just see all of the the, the different ways that that um, that you know ecological fish management um, can impact you know the community. Great. Are are um, are you working on any projects in that in the area right now? Um, I am actually. We've got. Uh, uh, some project work out right now. We've submitted uh, grant proposals to uh, to several organizations, um, USDA NIFA and to uh, uh, to NOAA, um, partnering with Green Wave and with uh, um, Connecticut Sea Grant, uh, which is the kind of like just, just like a land grant. You've got a sea grant, right? So a land grant university right. has that that, that have uh, that have water education um, and fisheries education have a sea grant. So uh, we've submitted some proposal work to to uh, write some manuals on um, ocean farming and uh, kind of make uh, this this uh, this technology um, open source so that anybody could uh, could download it, anybody could um, adapt it to their own use, um, and uh, and and start you know entering into these types of of uh, of of fisheries management projects and uh, and businesses, so we're really excited about that. We're waiting on on word to see if we get funded for that, and in in, in the meantime, we're we're busy um, 
you know, looking at other opportunities to, uh, to, to, to bolster this segment because it's got a lot of promise. Can you tell us some of the things that are on the website? Absolutely. Um, you just go to the Atcher website, attra.ncat.org, and it's right there on the main page. You can click on it. And uh, we've got three sections on, um, on ecological seafood and aquatic plant farming. Uh, we've got one on sustainable wild capture fisheries. And also we've got a page dedicated to funding resources for business and project startup. So, again, it's, it, it, it really is a good clearinghouse um, for, uh, for folks who are looking to start an entrepreneurial project. Um, but, uh, and in addition, there's, there, there's, there's videos, um, you know, videos from, from noted aquaculturists and, ec and, and fisheries ecologists on, uh, on ocean ecology, um, uh, different types of, uh, research and extension that's going on. And we've got, numerous manuals uh, that are linked that you can uh, uh, basically learn production how-to information on how to, you know, develop a fin fish uh, system or how to grow aquatic plants. What are the policies? What are the reg uh, regulations? How about some aquaculture budget, bu budgets, uh, some business planning resources, mm -hmm. um, and even things on small-scale aquaculture? Um, what, uh, whenever you look at the wild capturees page, uh, there's a lot of stuff in there on permits and licensing, how to get started. Uh, you know, what do you do if you want to be a commercial fisherman? What fisherman? What's the avenue of getting in? What's the best way to do it? What are the things I need to know? How about equipment? Um, and then, of course, uh, on the on the the funding resources, there's some really good links to to, to ways to uh, uh, help you with your business planning or startup capital um, in in getting going. So I welcome people to look at it, um, and uh, they can give me a call. My email address is there, and uh, you know I'd be really happy to. Um, to speak with you about you know whatever's going on and and, and whatever types of projects or or ideas that you have, um, that's what we do here at at, at Atra. Um, and I will say that we're going to be having another uh, podcast on on June sixth, and uh, at that one, um, Bryn Smith will be joining us, and he's going to be kind of going into a little bit more detail. You know, I kind of introduced him today, but he's going to go into some detail on 3D ocean farming and kind of his philosophy and uh, in how you can get involved. So um, it's a pretty exciting uh, new, new project area for ATRA, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, the direction that it can take us. That's great, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, Mr. Smith's um talk. That should be really interesting. Okay, well, thanks, uh, Lee, for, for taking the time and talking about this today. It's a pretty exciting new development for ATRA. And as you said, it's you can find it on the ATRA website, which is www.atra.incat.org. And when you get to the homepage, you just scroll down a little bit and you'll find it there. So, all right, Lee, thanks again. Yeah, thanks, Rich. It was great to talk with you. You can find other episodes of ATRA, Voices from the Field, along with ATRA's other sustainable agriculture resources at www.atra.ncat.org. That's www.attra.ncat.org.